Have you tried everything from natural to pharmaceutical just to get a good night's rest? Join me, Martha Lewis, as I unpack what's really keeping you up at night and how to change it. You're listening to The Insomnia Fix. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode. Before I get into this week's episode, I am excited to announce that the Complete Sleep Solution is growing. So I have gotten to the point where I need help taking on more clients and helping more people, which I am so excited about. So I have added a team member, a health coach to my team. Her name is Deb Brucker. She lives outside Atlanta and she has struggled with sleep and with health herself. She also has the same certification I do as a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner. So she is excited to help more people and help me with my mission of helping as many people as I can get to the root of their sleep problems so that they can sleep better for the rest of their lives. All right, now let's get into the topic today. So I want to talk about the gut-brain connection and how this affects your sleep. Now, hopefully you came to my webinar this past week that was about the gut-sleep connection, and so I did talk briefly about this in this webinar. But for those of you who missed that, I want to tell you about how the gut and brain are connected because we tend to think of the gut and brain as being separate, right? There's a quote I love by Ellen Vora, who wrote a book about anxiety, that says, the gut and brain are connected even if your psychiatrist and your gastroenterologist are not. (laughs) So part of the problem with our conventional medical system is that it has become so specialized, which is great to have experts in each part of the body. But what's gotten lost is the connection of each part of the body to the other parts of the body and how important that is. So if someone like a neurologist is only looking at the brain and ignoring the gut, then they're missing this very important connection where an unhealthy gut can be leading to an unhealthy brain and actually vice versa. Let's talk about the gut-brain connection because if one isn't healthy, then the other one isn't either, most likely. So first of all, the gut and brain are connected by what's called the vagus nerve. So this is a nerve that literally runs from the gut to the brain and transmit messages back and forth. And your digestive system has its own nervous system called the enteric nervous system. So in a previous episode where I talked about neurotransmitters and talked about how up to 90% of neurotransmitters are made in the gut, They aren't necessarily traveling through the brain. They are actually being used in the nervous system in the gut. But that is what's regulating your mood and signals and everything. What happens with this vagus nerve is that this is how your brain actually controls your gut function. So it is going to control the movement of food through the digestive tract. It's going to release enzymes to digest food. And it's going to regulate blood flow that has the nutrients that support your gut. So it's all very connected. Now, what happens is that if your brain isn't healthy, let's say that you have inflammation in your brain, which I know can sound scary, but this is a fixable problem. And this can be the inflammation in your brain can be from like a trauma to the brain, or it can actually be from things in your body, having a lot of inflammation in your body that's traveling to the brain. 
But what's going to happen is that if there is inflammation in the brain, if it isn't healthy, then that vagus nerve is going to become impaired and it's going to slow digestion down. And then when food doesn't move quickly through the digestive tract, then it can ferment, which is going to create this perfect environment for yeast and bacterial overgrowth in the gut. So many of my clients have bacterial overgrowth. About half of my clients have candida. So this is this yeast that is normally in our, you know, in our gut, our microbiome, but under the right conditions, it can easily overgrow and become pathogenic and cause you to crave sugar because it thrives off of sugar. And then candida also excretes a toxin called acetylaldehyde that causes even more inflammation and gets to your brain as well. So we want your brain to be healthy so that digestion happens optimally so that your gut doesn't encourage all this bacterial and fungal overgrowth. Now, the vagus nerve can also stop activating the release of stomach acid, and stomach acid is what we need to digest protein. So if you have a hard time digesting meats and eggs and protein, for example, then you probably have low stomach acid. And this can become magnified too if there's a bacteria called H. pylori, which lives in the stomach. It raises the pH of the stomach so that your stomach doesn't digest protein as it should. This connection is why one of the signs of brain dysfunction is actually poor digestion because they're connected. So if you have things like poor memory or difficulty learning new things, then you might also have problems with digestion, such as bloating, gas, constipation, or diarrhea. And poor digestion and pathogens in the gut are going to sabotage sleep. And I've talked about this extensively in other episodes, but if you have pathogens in your gut, whether it's bacteria, parasites, candida, yeast, those creatures are nocturnal. And so it's the middle of the night that they are eating, excreting, releasing a lot of toxins and causing a lot of inflammation. And whenever there's inflammation, your body releases cortisol because it's an anti-inflammatory hormone. When that happens in the middle of the night, that's going to wake you up. Cortisol is our stress hormone that causes our mind to race, our heart to beat bad, faster. It gives our body energy because it thinks that we need to be in fight or flight, that we need to survive in the moment. So we obviously don't want that happening at night. So now let's talk about how the gut affects the brain too, because it goes both ways. When the gut wall is damaged, which what is, is called leaky gut, then undigested food particles and pathogens actually leak through the gut wall into the bloodstream where it's not supposed to be. And this causes a lot of inflammation. And this inflammation gets into the brain too by the vagus nerve. And so if you have that brain fog, that cloudy or foggy thinking, then your brain is inflamed. And brain fog happens because inflammation slows down the communication of one neuron to another. And sleep is going to be impacted for the same reason when your brain is inflamed too. Now, I do want to mention that some people have leaky gut. They have this damaged gut wall and they don't have any digestive symptoms. So that is possible too. But if you have brain fog, insomnia, depression, or autoimmunity, then you're pretty much guaranteed that your gut isn't healthy and you have leaky gut. Now, one more thing I want to talk about is how stress damages the gut. And this is kind of amazing that mental stress, mental emotional stress in our mind is actually has a physical impact on our gut. And so this is more proof that the gut and brain are connected. 
So when you're stressed and you're in that fight or flight response, again, your digestion is going to stop because your body's prioritizing survival over digesting food. Who cares if you're digesting food if you're about to be eaten by a bear, right? So we're always going to prioritize survival. And that's what your brain thinks is happening when you're in fight or flight. Even though you might not be running from a bear, you might be stuck in traffic or get in a fight with your spouse or whatever it is, your brain doesn't know the difference. So it thinks it's fighting for survival. And again, when, so when digestion slows down, it can lead to stomach ache and indigestion, heartburn and nausea. And when your digestion slows down, then it actually increases the motor function in your large intestine, which is going to lead to urgency to go to the bathroom and diarrhea. So it like slows down digestion, but it increases elimination. So not a good combination, right? Now, more evidence for this. There is a study of 600 people who had the stomach flu that was caused by the bacteria Campylobacter. And the researchers found, this is really interesting, that the patient's ability to handle stress before the infection actually made a crucial difference in whether they went on to develop irritable bowel syndrome. And so those people in the study who had higher levels of perceived stress, anxiety, and worry about their illness at the time of the infection were at a greater risk to develop IBS. So that's how powerful the mind is. Now, stress is also going to affect the gut bacteria. So inflammation from stress actually encourages the growth of pathogenic bacteria. So for example, stress hormones can elevate certain bacteria levels 10,000 fold and intensify their infectiousness in only 14 hours. And of course, these pathogenic bacteria crowd out the good bacteria that are, and the good bacteria are supposed to make our neurotransmitters that help us feel relaxed and calm and able to sleep. And they're supposed to protect us against pathogens. So it just weakens our entire immune system in our gut when this happens. Now, it's also shown that stress increases gut barrier permeability or this leaky gut. And there was another study on people in hostile relationships, for example, and they found that the hostile couples in these troubled marriages had more leaky gut than people who were in happier, less hostile marriages. Now, the last way that stress impacts the gut is that it turns out that glutamine, which is an energy source for our gut cells, is taken away when stressed. Now, you may have heard of glutamine because it's a common supplement recommended in leaky gut because it actually feeds those, the gut cells so that they can repair and regrow. And so stress is going to take that away, take that energy source away. So pretty much to sleep well, your gut and your brain need to be healthy. And so it's important to really look at both of those things and notice their connection and not just focus on one or the other. And that's what we do at The Complete Sleep Solution. So we do functional lab testing to find out what's happening in your gut and brain that's keeping you from sleeping normally. We're looking at everything that could be causing this. And then we give you a simple plan to fix it so you start sleeping better as soon as possible. My client Rachel just emailed me, I'm sleeping well right now and I'm loving it. How awesome is that? This is possible for you too. And you can book a call with me to find out more and to get started. All right, thanks for listening. I will talk to you next time. 
Thanks for listening to The Insomnia Fix with Martha Lewis. Be sure to follow and listen wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to know more about why you can't sleep, go to my website, thecompletesleepsolution.com and download the What's Causing Your Insomnia Checklist. You're also welcome to join my community on Facebook, Sleep and Insomnia Help for Adults. Until next time, I'm wishing you a good night's sleep.